Did you hear that, Fred? No, what was that? It sounds like a cuckoo clock. I believe it's time for another message. Well, we better get in the cab and grab our listeners and head on down the road. For Church on the Road Radio. Here we go. up I'm driving when the sun goes down the hum of 18 wheels Lord that's a lonely sound I spend all day chasing that old white line I've been on the road so long I've lost track of time Hey friends, this is Chaplain Gary Rayburn of Lonesome Road Ministry. Our website is lonesomeroad.org or you can call us at 618-383-2107. That's my partner Fred Mooney. And I am so excited about being here with you. Yeah, we're going to enjoy this ride today with our friends and family out there on that old Lonesome Road. We got some great music on our program today. And we have personal testimonies. And maybe just a little bit of preaching. All right. And thy words shall be a witness unto you today. So buckle up. Relax. And hold on tight because here we go. Church on the Road. Right here on your favorite radio station. Hey friends, this is Chaplain Gary Rayburn, Lonesome Road Ministry, and we're getting ready to have Church on the Road. I got my partner with me. Hi, I'm Fred Mooney. I'm glad to be here, and I'm so glad we've got a new guest today. Yeah, we got a guest all the way from Nashville. Nashville? Yeah, his name's Don Howden, and he comes from Nashville. How long have we known each other, Don? Ten years. Ten years, wow. So you are in Nashville now, making a lot of music, right? Well, I'm working on it. <laughs> okay. All right. I plan on making about 20 songs. 20 songs. You got a new CD out? Well, not yet. Okay. You cut a couple songs. Yeah, I've got a couple songs. Okay. Well, we're going to find out about that. We might even play one of them. Who knows? Okay. And uh, we're going to find out all about Don Howden. 
Uh, you used to be a truck driver, and now yep. you're retired. Yeah, I retired for six years. I had a nice six-year vacation, and I was tired of being broke, so I went back and working part-time. Well, let's find out who Don Howden is first, okay? Tell okay. us all about your salvation experience uh, growing up, and, and when did you get saved? Well, I grew up in Indianapolis. A uh, single mom uh, raised me, and we we went to... She would bring me to the uh, Lutheran church where I was, grew up, and I was there for a long time until I got to be a teenager. And then, I don't know, I started falling asleep at church. I said, this ain't right. This is uh, disrespecting God. I knew that much. I didn't know a whole lot. And then then a couple of years later, uh, I was 18, and I said, God, send me somebody. So he sent me my first wife from in 1973, and she started telling me about the Holy Ghost and stuff like that. She grew up Baptist, which is kind of like a Lutheran cousin, you know, Catholic's Lutheran cousin too. But anyway, uh, uh, so she kind of taught me for 28 years, and and then she went on, passed away, went on to heaven in 2001. One of the songs I got based upon that, I can talk about it a little bit later. So, like I said, I grew up in the church there, and uh, then um, what I would say my biggest experience is in 1974, about a year after we was together. I went to a church, got baptized. I always used to go to the altar. I thought you had to feel something to be saved, you know. And so I got baptized at this church, and and they said, now you're going to get the Holy Spirit, you know, and nothing happened really. I mean, but anyway, so uh, the next week I'm in my car, and I was 64 Chevy Impala. I wish I had that now. That's a nice car. <laughs> Those are nice cars. At 18 miles a gallon back when gas was 32 cents a Su- gallon. Super sport? Just a regular. Oh, and I bought it for three fifty cash. But anyway, anyway, um, you can't even buy a set of tires for that now. <laughs> no, you can't even buy one tire for that now. Uh, so anyway, I said, "God, in the name of Jesus Christ, come in my heart." And I felt him, and I could hear his audible voice. He said, "I, I am," kind of like the Bible. And I spoke these words, Yahweh, which I didn't know what they was. That means I am. Mm-hmm. That's Hebrew for I am. That's all that happened. And then. For years and years, I tried to go to church, and I didn't really have confidence, and I tried to go to church, and every time I'd look for an example, there's no money, I didn't see very many, or they'd ask for money all the time, that kind of stuff, you know, and so I got upset, and so finally, the thing that really turned me around was in 1997. I got off the road, I went to work for a water well driller. Here I am backslidden, going out karaoke at night. I started getting confidence from that in the wrong places, you know. And uh, I know what she used to say, you're singing for the devil. I said, no, I'm singing because I like to sing, and they'll let me sing, you know, because it's always been my passion since I was 10 years old. So I started working for this well driller, and he had 1966 piece of junk drilling rig. He'd, he'd, he'd drill three or four wells. He'd break a pinion with $1,200. I mean, it was horrible. And so here I am even backslidden. I'm praying for this guy because I know how to pray and I know, you know, I know I, I, I got the fundamentals, you know. So I started praying and as I prayed for him, God turned me around a little at a time. This was, I, I went to work for him around July of 97 and sometime in October, November, I, my boss had a pump truck. He said, I want to send you after some parts, right? So a young man had worked there and he left a cassette in there. And it was Michael Combs' Glory Train of Coming. You, you ever heard that one? 
Oh, yeah. Turn that radio up, but listen to me sing this song. Jesus is coming, and you better get ready. And I'll tell you what, the Holy Spirit hit song. me. It hit me. And you know what I said after it hit me? I listened to the whole thing, and I, it was anointed. And I said, God, what'd you do that for? I'm not even doing right. <laughs> he go bless us even when we're stupid, did he? And so then that slowly, that's slowly progression. And then November of 97, I'm kind of in the outs with my wife because she don't like me doing the singing in the wrong places, you know, like the old Garth Brooks song. I didn't have friends in the wrong places. I just was singing in the wrong places. And uh, so I was sitting in a hotel room, and I'd been listening to the, some TV preachers and listening to the gospel music, and that was it. God got me. And I said, Lord, I give up. You got me. And so I've been doing the best I can since November of 97. Wow. So that's my short story. <laughs> I got lots of them. You know, there's a verse that says, uh, God is married to the backslider. Mm, yeah, I remember that. And I believe he was there. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And I, I am so thankful for the fact that we may come and go. We may go in the bad places. Right. But he never leaves us. He never forsakes us. He's there. All you've got to do is call out his name. Amen. He's there. That's right. Isn't that wonderful? That is wonderful. He's He's a wonderful God. Amen. Amen. I guess you could say, say, I used to think you had, I run. I bet you I run to the altar so many times because <laughs> I, I thought you had to feel something. So I guess you could say I got saved in 1997, November. That's my turning point, like your turning point when yeah. you've seen that billboard. Well, it's, uh, it's very common for a person to have a childhood experience because all the other children were having it. Yeah. And then when you have a full-blown adult experience and you know that you know that you know you're saved then. Well, I was 21 years old when that yeah. Holy Spirit experience, but oh, I was 40-something yeah. when, yeah. when I finally got yeah. it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, growing up with a single mom, and I did not know this till 1999, that she was schizophrenic. And... So she wasn't even able, you know, I had to learn a lot of stuff myself. But sure you did. I, I realize now she did the best she could. And after my, my sister talked to me in 1999 about what was wrong with mom, I didn't know. That Monday, I went to work. I kid you not, tears streaming down my eyes. I forgive you, mom. Because I always harbored. I think that was a thing where I needed, I needed healing there, you know. Because when you, you know, people that got a mom and dad and... They're blessed. They don't know they how blessed, blessed they are. They're blessed. Amen. Yeah. My uh, wife, she taught school for 37 years. And when we, uh, we first got married uh, back in 75, 90% of those students had a mom and dad. Mm, yeah. But when she retired, over half of her students was coming from a broken home. Oh, yeah, I think it's even more so today. And it's more than that now. I mean, oh, yeah. she's been retired for probably 15 years, and and it's, uh, God set it up. You need a mom and a dad. That's yeah. just that simple. And you know what really amazed me when I read in the scriptures in Psalms? It was like a light bulb came on. God is a father to the fatherless. I wrote a song, Let Him Be Your Daddy. Oh, I'm going yeah. to be. It took me eight hours to do the music, and I was crying when I did this song. It's coming. I'm going to do it this year, Lord willing. It'll be out by the end of the year, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Father but, to the fatherless. And when I said that, I went, "Wow, he's my daddy." 
I mean, yeah. how excited is that, you know? Have God as your father. He's ever, he's anybody's father if they accept him. We accept him, ain't, ain't you, Gary? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. So you're a singer and a songwriter. And a, and a comedian. And a comedian. <laughs> All right. Wow. I didn't know he's a comedian. And an Uber driver. And an Uber driver. And a, <laughs> oh, my. And Uber a truck driver. driver. Part-time. Part-time. Right. Just for the last year. That's my job. I came. I like it because I can quit when I want to. It's not yeah. like the old yeah. where you had to punch a clock. I'm sorry. What was you saying, Gary? I said, uh, you also drove a truck for years. Oh, yeah. How from 89 years? to 90. Let's see. From 89 to 97. Then I was a well driller, water well driller, till from 97, 2010, 50 something, late 50s. It, it's hot outside, it's cold. When you're that old, getting oh, that old, it's hard. Yeah. So I went back in the cab of the truck from 2010 yeah. to 2015, and that's what I retired from. That's how I found you. Yeah. I was driving down 67 Kentucky Avenue, but I was down there by Mooresville. You know where they put those papers in, you know, like a trader paper and all them kind of yeah. stuff? Well, somebody had put. Up, all bunch of your CDs in there. So I looked for everyone that was different, and I just grabbed as many as I could. I put them down the road. I started listening to them, and I'll tell you what: some of them testimonies you got are put mine to shame. I mean, there's some people that's gone through some worse stuff than I were, and I just my tears be going down. And I see, I listen to. Uh, Mac, what's his name? Uh, Tony Mac. Tony Mac. Oh, man, his testimony. I wish they'd make that into a movie. It needs to be made into a movie. I mean, that's a powerful life. That is one testimony. of the most powerful uh, testimonies you'll ever hear. Oh, yeah. Tony Tony Mac's testimony. Yeah. Some of the others, James Payne and, yeah. and uh, Terry Hopkins. I think all of them are good, and yeah. a lot of the Mike Atkins stuff and Terry Hopkins, best number 13 or whatever it was. Bus number 19. Number 19. Well, I didn't get the number right, but it was a bus. <laughs> it was a bus. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I love that one. Oh, yeah, me too. When did you start writing songs? Well, I wrote my... It's really a long, strange journey. I wrote my first song in 1973 when I was 20. I wrote my second song. They weren't gospel. The second one in 1978. Didn't write any, any more until 97. Yeah. So it's... Wow. So I had two songs before 97 and nothing else. And then the Holy Spirit got a hold of And then I started writing a bunch of gospel songs. Yeah, so how many, how many gospel songs have you written? You I think approximately 70. 70? Right now. Yeah. Wow, okay. And I got almost a track for every one of them. You know, where I've uh, went, we used to have a, I went to a home studio. One day I was at a record store, and it says, Define Production, it says, Record Your Songs. So I got a hold of him, and I started recording with him in 97 once a month. And I got a flat rate like $125, which it, it he did a pretty good job for the 125 And so, like a lot of the songs that you've played, those those were all the songs that were recorded in Indianapolis, uh -huh. the earlier ones. Yeah. Well, man, you wrote a song together. Yeah, uh, Smoke and Joe. A couple of them. Yeah, Smoke and Joe is one of them. Yeah. And I don't remember the other one. Uh, let's see, what was it? You Call Me Lonesome. Or oh, that's right. You used to call me lonesome. Yeah. 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 Yeah, well, tell us about uh, Smoke and Joe. Uh, you picked up a... Well, I had a CD, and it was you, your testimony yeah. about how Smoke and Joe, you're talking about you're going across Interstate 80 in Pennsylvania, and that old bumpy, bumpy road, I was probably bad again. That was back in the 80s or whatever. It was and, actually in the, uh, I'm not the sure. 90s. Oh, in the 90s, okay. Yeah, I didn't get saved till 95. Oh, okay, 90s. So it was about 97 or 98. Was when I so anyway, if 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 you haven't heard it, I request it. It's a good one. Uh, basically, I'll try to make it short. He, he was talking about being disillusioned. You know, you you on fire. You got excited because of got saved, and you're, you're wondering what's wrong with these 
dead people look like they've been baptized in dill pickle juice, you know? And he got kind of down in the dumps, and he starts talking to God, didn't you? And then God brought you, you heard a bleed over from the CB radio, and you list, turned it on, and you started listening to this guy kind of doing what we're doing right now yeah. on the CB radio. And then, then they met, had some coffee, and the guy said, Lord, must, can I pray for you? Lord impressed him and pray for him. So he did. Well, then he wrote a poem. Mm-hmm. And Lord pressed me to put the music to it. So yeah. that's how that happened. Yeah. Well, we're going to play that song, Fred. Well, we? cool. I love that song. <laughs> Smoking Joe? Yeah, you oh, it's good. that one. I never it's, heard that. It's good. Uh, I like it. Uh, you may not believe this. I, I'm not really a cat person because I have 23 yeah. birds. But I actually had a pet cat, and that was what we called him, was Smoky Smoking Joe. Joe. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, here's Don Bowman singing Smoking Joe. <laughs> Faces life's dangers with his songs as his soul. He may never know, it may go untold. How much good he does with his heart for the Lord. Smoking Joe, he's on the road, preaching for the Lord. With those 18 wheels and a heart for the Lord What will it take to build a heart of stone? It may be just one little song From a trucker whose handle is smoking Joe Reaches of the Lord's treasure he gets the greatest pleasure when Jesus asks him to sing. Smoking Joe's on the road, preaching for the Lord. Hope he hears a song someday, how he held my soul. full of danger, Jesus carried your heavy load, he's the only one who can save your soul, smoking Joe, he's on the road, with those 18 wheels and a heart for the Is 
is the song that uh, me and Don wrote together. Right. Uh, I give him my lyrics, uh, poem, whatever you want to call it. Right. And uh, he turned it into a song. Right. Yeah. And so he rewrote a little bit of it and right. made it made it where it would sing. Right. 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 So yeah. Because sometimes you got to add or yeah. take away, you know, format the music. Yeah. And so that is uh, one of our songs we wrote. The other one was. Uh, used to call me lonesome. Used to call me lonesome. Used to call me lonesome. Yeah. Well, let's talk about your latest The new stuff. stuff. The new stuff. Okay, well, so I was asking the Lord I, after I started going back to work and making this money and originally to be out of debt, then this dream that I pretty much said, I guess I'm done. No more recording. I'm getting older. I'm going to be 70 this year. And you know what the young folks say that I write? Age is just a number. Do it. Go for your dream. And I'm glad because that helps me. That encourages me when I hear somebody saying you can do it, you know. That's what we need. We need to encourage each other. Well, anyway, so I asked the Lord. I said, Lord, where can I record? Because I've been down here for since 2015. Here it is. Two, that was last year, 2022, late, late last year. And I said, where can I record? And I'd like to get this stuff out to radio or streaming. And, well, lo and behold, the next week, I... I'd never seen this ad from this guy, and it just kept popping up and popping up. And I kind of read comments and stuff, and, you know, you always got people that like you and people that don't like you, whoever you are, you know. nobody. Can you believe people don't like Elvis and John Denver? But, I mean, I don't know how you could not like them. But anyway, uh, so I, I called him up and got, his, got the pricing and everything. And since then, I've been blessed that if I do three songs, I, it's like buy two and get one free. And plus, he cut in half what he was going to send me send them to the station so that's god's favor and another real quick thing i want to tell you i so i'm 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 spending this money for these songs right these are the two most expensive songs i've ever done and i'm asking lord well lord should i do this the next week i kid you not in the same day two different people after i talked to them about like i'm talking to you about this music and how expensive it is to record gave me each one of them gave me a hundred dollar bill and yeah and then another person didn't give me cash, but they gave me a fifty dollar tip. I've never got a fifty dollar tip, and I've been that's a pretty good driving tip. for that's a pretty good. I've tip. been driving for a, over a year doing this uh, Uber taxi thing. So, so then uh, we went in the studio. We did them, and uh, let's see, October, November, I released uh, "Love Lost, Love Gain" in uh, December, and "Sitting in Chicago Arts" called "Sitting in." I released it in uh, January. Sitting. In. In. Yeah. Right. It was originally going to be called Sitting in Chicago, but the only reason I called it Sitting in is I've heard you got to have a hook in a song, you know. So it's got about 90 plays in the last month, and the other's 160-something on okay. YouTube. Love Lost, Love, Love Gained is a song you wrote and you sing. Yeah, and, it, and, and Cindy sings back up, and Cindy is my wife for 21 years. We just celebrated. And the song is basically a dedication to Love Lost, I lost my wife in 2001, and then the next year I had prayed again, and God gave me Cindy, and love gained. So that's, and I wrote it in 2012, and it's been sitting on the shelf up until 2022. So you have a YouTube channel? Yeah. Correct. Well, Well, how do you get on your YouTube? Well, I got, I actually got three YouTube (laughs) channels. Well, I got, I got, well, I got one. Sitting in is actually a conglomerate of a bunch of 
uh, with my my name Don Howden. Uh It's on YouTube by itself. It's just one song there right now. Uh, We got King's Couple, which is me and Cindy. That's Love Lost, Love Gain. So if I type in, go to YouTube and type type in in K I N G apostrophe S space couple, you'll find Love Lost, Love Gain. And then you can also find another YouTube channel that I, I, I did in 2013. And I ain't been on there for a long time. Donald Howden, H-A-L-D-E-N, and my last name, B-A-U-G-H-M-A-N. So I got that much stuff out there. Now, I did one song with a guy. Um, I found him on Twitter, and he, he sent me some lyrics, and I had to modify them. And it took five years to get 80-some views, where this one here is a whole lot faster. So... I, I know this is what where I'm supposed to be doing because sure. the Lord told me three times, yes, 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 and He used use what gets our attention, money, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to play uh, this song, "Love Lost, Love Gained." Okay. And this is you and Cindy. Cindy, Cindy, sing in the background. Okay. Yeah. All right. And it's under King's Couple. If you want to find it on YouTube, King's Couple. K I N G apostrophe S space couple. Here is Don Howden.
do we find your comedy at? I haven't done that yet. Oh, oh you're serious about the comedy, huh? Yeah. Oh, okay. If I, I got enough time yeah. and enough energy. Uh-huh. You know who my I make favorite, people laugh all the time. Who my favorite comedian was was Who's on that? the Gong Show, the Unknown Comic. <laughs> oh, the Unknown Comic. You know that guy come out with the bag on his head? Oh, yeah. yeah. Who was that guy? <laughs> Nobody knows. I think they finally, I think you can Google it and find out who he was, oh, but okay. I don't remember his name. I, I, I looked it up one day. but It might have been Don Howden. No. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't me. <laughs> well, tell us about your comedy routine. Well, it's just kind of a formulation. It's, it's something, and it's clean comedy, no bad words. Well, I hope so. And it's also, uh, basically, it's... Uh, you know, you can see humor in, in everyday life. Certainly. Okay, I'll tell you what. I'll give you an example. Now, I like superhero movies, okay? Here's an example of something that I thought up the other day, and a lot of people laugh when I do it. Only a few people don't, but most people laugh. And it's got to do with my music. So this is, this, if I went somewhere, this is one I'm going to use, you know, if I ever go to a stand-up place in Nashville. If I ever get the time, I'll have to quit working a little bit and rest a few days. But it was it was like, you know, the Marvel movies. Have you seen any of the Marvel oh, movies? Yeah. Okay. Well, you'll know you'll know this reference then. Well, there's an ending in one of the movies, and you know, everybody says in the music you want to get a label and have them sign you and blah blah blah. But the only thing you got to give them all the rights to your songs, which is, you know, plus they don't want anybody after. 50. I mean, it's like a lady told me to go to Nashville in 2012. You know what I said? They don't want no old fat people down there. <laughs> See, that's another joke. That's one joke. The other one is, okay, everybody wants to have music, do music, right? Well, I'm like Thanos. Fine, I'll do it myself. <laughs> so that's kind of one yeah. of the jokes. So it's something like that, you know, I Gary. I see, yeah. <laughs> okay. So I just, you know, something just pops in. I'm, I'm hoping to get index cards and write some of these because, yeah. you know, being yeah. 70 years old, sometimes you get forgetful, you know? Really? Well, I will be 70 in May. <laughs> and so that way, and so that'd be part of the thing. I can, I can read it and then throw the card and everybody laugh because yeah. I'm throwing the cards yeah. on stage, you know, yeah. I, something like that. I haven't really, it's just been formulating in my brain in the last few months. So, so but how, I've, I've, how, see, how, I was good, a, how good are you at dodging fruit? In what? At dodging fruit. I'd make a salad. <laughs> you better work on that. I'd make a salad. Comedy club. Yeah. But I'm going to get some index cards. Oh, yeah. and, and, you know, it might not be a year or so from now. I don't know. It's just uh, I get people in the car, and sometimes yeah. there'll be four or five, three or four of them, and they're sober, and I'll be saying some stuff and making them laugh. So it's like I used to be the class clown. You know, everybody has a class clown. Well, that was me even back a long time ago. I think that humor... And music is, and God is, oh, God, yeah. God carried yeah. me through by giving me humor and giving me the love of singing. Amen. Well, the Bible does say laughter is good, good medicine. medicine. <laughs> it is good medicine. Yes, it is. Amen. So, yeah, we need to be able to laugh. And Amen. I've, I've, I've heard stories, um, testimonies, I guess. I've heard testimonies of people uh, that are sick. And mm-hmm. they, they watch comedy shows all oh, yeah. day long, and it helps them heal. Wow. That's the I exact that. thing I did when I had, when I had cool. prostate cancer. Yeah. Oh, I wow. had the surgery. I come home. I'd signed up for the classic TV station so I could watch the Three Stooges. And the Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah. Andy. And, I, I, and Andy Griffith. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that's what I did for that six weeks I was home. I didn't watch any news. I didn't. 
Actually, I probably didn't watch anything in color. Most of it was black and white. In my bedroom, had a little apartment made up there, and I'd walk on my treadmill, you know. Yeah. You know what makes me think when you're talking about uh, Andy Griffith? It's me, it's me, it's Ernest T. <laughs> Ernest T. <laughs> Remember Fass. Him? Yeah, Ernest T. Fast, the crazy old man. You know, the older that was, I, that was funny. The older I get, the more I understand Ernest T. <laughs> <laughs> that's scary. Hey, that's a good one. I like that. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about this other song that you mentioned, uh, Sitting In, and you said Sitting In Chicago. Chicago tell, yeah. us, tell us a story about that. Well, that's a, that's a story behind every song. Yeah, there is. Uh, I love to hear the okay, story. Okay, well, in 2015, I was getting to wrapping up my uh, uh, trucking career, and I was working through a temporary service, and one day they called me and they said, well, are you opposed to a bo- driving a box truck? I said, money's money. So... I took a Penske truck, a little box truck, up to Chicago and backed it into the dock. And, and they said, well, you're going to be here about six or seven hours. I said, boy, I'm glad I brought my guitar. So I sat there, and I, I wrote four songs that day. I don't know where the other three are. <laughs> They're there somewhere in my or they unorganized be, they music. They in the cab of that truck. No, they, I brought them home. <laughs> but us artistic people are not the most organized. I've so, heard that. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, that's true. Well, anyway, so I'm sitting in Chicago. There, it's raining, right? And there's a train. I said, "That sounds like a song." <laughs> so that's how I wrote it. And all, it ended you need, up being, all you would need is a pickup truck and a dog and mama in that. No, you have the perfect country song. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but yeah, I think I heard that uh, saying on other songs. But what what it turned out to be is it turned out to be a song about. Will she be there when I get home, or will the tears fall and I'll be all alone? It's about relationship where they had a conflict, and will will she be there? And guess what? They forgive each other, and it says what we need is more love. And so it's a it's a secular love song is what I call it, where they come together and say I'm sorry, and you know sitting on the bed waiting for a hug. And a lot of times, you know, if you've had an argument, that's the last thing they want push you away, you know. But uh, you know, and they said, I love you, I forgive you, I'm what, sorry. What was the hook of that song again? Yeah. Will she be there when I get home, or will the tears fall and I'll, yeah, be, that's on my, it. And I'll be on my own? That's Let's a good just hook. play the song, all right? Yeah, we'll yeah, play that yeah, song. I think, okay? Yeah, that's my brand new one, uh, along with Love Lost, Love Gain. All right, we're going to play that song and uh, let everybody hear Sitting In, Don Howden. Chicago waiting for a train sitting here waiting waiting in the rain will she be there when I get home or will the tears fall I'll be on my own no way to tell what I'm going through Only time will tell If our love is true I'm on my way See her now Do we have a home? Do we have one now? 
Sitting in Chicago Waiting for a train Sitting here waiting Waiting in the rain Will she be there When I get home Or will the tears fall And I'll be on my own Get to the house It's dark inside She's lying in bed All those tears she cried Forgive me I say Yes I mean it so I'm sorry my dear This is what I know Sitting on the bed Waiting for a hug I'm really sorry dear We just need more love Thanks for forgiveness I give it too Darling I love you A love that's so true Sitting on the bed Waiting for a hug Darling, I love you, a love that's so true Darling, I love you, a love that's so true So that song is playing on uh, radios right now, right? Well, it's been sent to the radio, whether or not they're playing them or not, I don't know They told me the other day that after you release the song, if you get royalties, it's about 18 months later. I said, oh, boy, that's a long wait. Yeah, that's if you get enough plays. That's if I get enough <laughs> plays. So I'll know in 18 months. Talk, I'll talk to you in eight mo- 18 months and let you know if I got a royalty check. How's that? All right. I got a, <laughs> a report on one of mine, and uh, I didn't have enough plays to, to for them to send me a check. Oh, wow. <laughs> so they said next next quarter they'll check you out. Huh? Maybe. Uh, that's, how, that's the music business. Yeah. If you're trying to get rich uh, writing songs, uh, you're probably not going to make it. No, I'm not trying to get rich. I just want to get my, get. you know, the time, the clock is ticking. Tick, 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 tick. You know, I don't know if I want to do this when I'm 80. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm blessed that I have a long life, you know, I mean, so far. And my last uncle was 88, and my grandma was 91, and aunt was 90-something, so... So I might have another 18 years or so, if the Lord willing. Mm-hmm. And so we don't know. You, we don't know. You may not make it back to Nashville. I even wrote a song about that. Yeah. What What was that song? It was. Uh, it's not recorded. It was, uh, um, love the one while you're here because you don't know how much time you have. Well, you've written a lot of gospel songs. But mostly gospel, yeah. yeah mostly mostly gospel. gospel. So which one of your gospel songs is your, probably your favorite? Put you on the spot here. Wow. Well, I like looking for the coming. I haven't uh, released it. Well, I'm going to do a remade version because the demo didn't turn out very good. It's a like Jesus is coming back kind of song. Yeah. I like that one. Cindy wrote that one, though. Yeah. And I wrote, the, she wrote the chorus and I wrote the words. And it's just uh, a song about that his return is very near. Look at the signs of the times, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I would say that's my number one. And then there was another one called Heaven, which... Uh, 
the, um, it was kind of the same way as you. There was this lady. She had, she had died. She was in her 70s. She had died and came back. And she seen heaven in her near-death experience. And she wrote these words down. And I liked them. And so I, I said, can I record that? And so she, she said, yeah. Mm-hmm. And what is really cool, I did not know this. Years later, when she passed away, they played that song at her funeral. And I didn't even know for wow. like two years later. Isn't that, you just never know how we can impact somebody. Amen. You know? That's so true. Yep. So uh, you are Uber driver, <laughs> <laughs> songwriter, singer, comedian. comedian. At least I'm trying to be a comedian, but he says don't quit my day job. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say that, but I did. But now you mentioned it. <laughs> that, that's okay. So you're staying busy. Yeah, I'm staying busy. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. That's what what a person has to do is stay busy. Well, I like I said, I retired uh, in 2015, and I'll tell you what, I slept that first year a lot because, you know, you work, you get a week or two. Maybe if you're lucky, you might get three weeks, and if you're really lucky, you might get four. And, man, I was exhausted. And best lap well drilling is not easy. And, oh, it's well, not, and all you truckers out there know that trucking ain't easy either. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Amen. All right. Well, talk about your wife, Cindy. I'll tell you what. She's heaven sent. She's okay. the best thing that ever happened to me. To to kind of go backwards to 2001, my first wife passed away in February. In August of that year, I kid you not, and I'm a I'm a guy, but I I will admit I do cry sometimes. So I was crying out to God, literally crying, and say, God, find me somebody, or I just want to die. Well. Next thing you know, another miracle happens. Within a few weeks, I get a phone call, and it's Cindy. Now, she, her cousin, I had met her at karaoke, and she was one of these. I don't know if you ever run into a woman that actually tries to pursue you. Well, I didn't know those women were even out there. <laughs> and I said, I just come here to sing. I ain't come here to do nothing but sing. So she called me on the phone. And, and, and back then they had cell phone programs. You only had 3,000 minutes, right, so, uh, for so much money. And so I talked to her for all 3,000 minutes for a whole month. I said, I, if I'm going to marry her, see, that's another thing that's funny. See, I'm going to put that in my act too. And, and a lot of people laugh at that one. And, and it's like, well, I didn't know it was supposed to be funny, but, hey, if you like it, that's good. But anyway, so, so we met, and we didn't really like each other. Because I was a tall person, she's used to being married to a, like a five foot seven person, and but we liked each other's hearts. And I'll tell you what, I love her ten thousand million times more now than I did when I first got with her. You know, and she's been a blessing, and I can't say enough good things about her. I'll tell her, I'll tell her, I'll say, you are just a fantastic woman. She says, when I'm sleeping, and that's debatable. You know, that's what she always tells me. I said, you don't know how much you saved my life because I could feel the life force draining from me. Now I know why people pass away after they lose a loved one. Yeah, It's rough. I mean, you spend 28 years with somebody, and I was only 19 when I met the first wife, my first wife. Hmm. She's a great lady, and God put her in my life. We just celebrated 21 years in February of 2023, and I told her, I said, I want to break your record. Say, she was married 31. I said, I got to marry at least 32 years, hopefully 42 years, you know, maybe another 20 years. I wouldn't mind having another 20 years. 
All right. Well, you guys sing together. Yeah, we yeah, sing you, together, you, and you go, that you. was what was amazing. I talked to her. I said, well, I'm a singer. I like music. And she said, me too. I said, say what? And I could, God put that together. She, she likes to say, only God could put make this love match is what she said and yeah she sings harmony and a matter of fact i got a song i just cut the vocals this week it's called one special love it's a secular love song and she we're gonna make it a duet i've already got my words recorded Mm -hmm. and i got a place for her to put hers down as soon as as soon as they let her put her back to three days a week now they got her at five days a week but uh, we're going to go back in studio and do that. And that's going to be released later this year. One special love. And then the other one, um, I'm doing a read mar- re- remake of Garth Brooks's The Dance. Oh, yeah. And I played that to somebody the other day. And as a young lady, she said, I want to hear it. She said, that almost made me cry. And I dedicate it to my first wife because I remember in 1973, we had a dance. And it was under the stars. And it means more now than it did when the song came out. And the guy told me, he says, you might be able to make a few bucks if you do covers. So that's why I'm doing covers. But I'm doing eight originals, and then I'm going to do 12 covers. And if I don't get rich, then I'm done recording. (laughs) Or I don't mean rich. You know what I mean. If I don't get any money coming in because it is expensive. You would like to at least pay for your project, wouldn't you? Right, right. Yeah, Yeah, if I broke even, I'd be happy. Yeah, you would be. (laughs) I'd be happy, happy, happy. Happy, happy, happy. Like that one guy. You guys uh, go out and sing in churches, or well, we have, but we haven't lately because yeah. nobody's been calling. Oh well, if they wanted to call you, what what number would they call? Six one five eight seven eight twenty three sixty four. All right, and you were, you are available to go out and sing in churches or Christian events or yes or co- do comedians well work? I, well maybe not yet. I got to oh, get my not. index cards. <laughs> You got to get your in. Okay, but you're. you're I'm in preparation for that. Maybe I'll do that next year. Yeah, you and Cindy will go out and sing in churches and and probably do weddings and sing. Oh, yeah, I'd love to swing. Oh, yeah, I'd love to sing in weddings. Yeah, Yeah. that'd be cool. Yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? I've always wanted to be a wedding singer. That wouldn't hurt my feelings a bit. And the cruise lines can call me too. Cruise lines too. All right. See? See? You laughed. I made you laugh. See? There's hope for me after all. Uh, You're a funny guy. Sometimes. Yeah. Depends on my mood. Yeah. I'm in a happy mood today. So So I've got a question. We don't have Uber here in Wayne City. Well, you know why? Because there's no people in Wayne City. (laughs) Go ahead. How does how does someone become an Uber driver? Oh. Well, you got to have a car that's fairly new, and then uh, you get on the app. You know, you just look it up and sign up, and then you take a picture of your driver's license, take a picture of your registration, take a picture of your insurance company, and then they'll do a background check, and then the, the, and they'll tell you if it's available. I see. Now, you might have to if, – if you're thinking about doing it yourself, you'll have to go to the bigger cities to Uber. Oh, I understand that. No, I'm not thinking about oh, being okay. an Uber driver. He, oh. was, he was thinking about going to Fairfield. I, I can't. You might I have to go to I normal. You might have to go up there to Champaign area or something. Yeah. You know? I can't make that first one. I'm, I'm driving a a 20 year old car with 288 thousand miles on it. Uber won't take you. <laughs> so you you're an Uber driver in Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. They always send me to Nashville after about the first or second trip. Yeah, where do you live at? Uh, Castilian Springs, Tennessee. Where's that at from Nashville? Uh, about 39 miles as a, as a, fl- a crow flies, as okay. they say. 
And where are you recording your uh, music at? Well, um, I usually do, we lay down the music tracks at Hilltop Studios, which has been around since 1953. It's been there there a long time. Oh, you've been there? Oh, yeah. And then uh, we do the other studio at a home studio that's uh, that was uh, set up by Laverne Tripp, the gospel singer. Yeah. His mm-hmm. son had a recording studio there. Well, he had passed away. His son passed away. And so, yeah, the guy was telling me that records. And so he's uh, he does that there to help the widow have money for, you know, expenses. Yeah. So help her ha- help her out, you know. Yeah. So that's where I do the vocals most of the time so far in the two songs I've done. Now, I did three this week. Like I said, the one special love. The Oh, God works it out. Yeah, that was the third one. Thank you. It finally come to my brain. I guess I need to write stuff down, Gary. It wouldn't hurt. <laughs> but anyway, God works it out. Cindy wrote that. That's a gospel song. It was inspired by a lady that lost her baby at church. And the first verse is about me losing my wife. You know, it's based upon all things work together for them that love the Lord. They're called important to his purpose that he works things out, you know. Even though we have hard times, he works it out. Amen. Yeah. That'll be a good song. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Cindy wrote that one. You, oh, yeah. You Cindy, and her wrote it together. Well, she, yeah, she wrote 90% of it, and I helped her tweak, you know, kind of like when I tweaked your song, yeah. lyrics, kind of add a little bit here, there, and I said, oh, this, what do you think about this? And she, so she's 90%, and I did about 10%. Okay. And then one special love the same way. Then I got another one called Heart Prince, which was a love song because I had wrote wrote love songs for her. I got one called Cindy Love that I've never released. Maybe I need to do that eventually. Maybe you do. But anyway, um, and then I wrote her another one. I can't remember the name of it right now. But I said, I wrote two songs. You didn't write me any songs. So she wrote two songs for me. So I thought that was pretty cool. Because, that is cool. Because when you're artistic, you know, sometimes it just comes out. And I'm not the type of person to have thousands or hundreds. I hear these songwriters got, I got 3,000 songs. I said, how'd you get that much out of your brain? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm doing good. I have to be inspired. You know, I have to have an inspiration. Something's got to click. And then I got to write real quick before I forget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you've all heard the story of... Uh, Hank Williams, when he wrote the song, uh, I Saw the Light. No, I haven't heard that. Yeah, he wrote Tell he, me that story, because I'd like to know it. He was wearing, wearing a white shirt. He was behind the Grand Ole Opry oh. in his Cadillac, and uh, Minnie Pearl was in there with him, witnessing is this it. A, is this a joke, or is this no, a truth? No, this is a true oh, story. Oh, okay. You could see it. In so the, Minnie Pearl was uh, in witnessing hall. to him. Yeah. You can see it in the Hall of Fame there oh, in wow. Nashville. The shirt. He wrote, I saw the light oh, on cool. the sleeve of that shirt with an ink pen, and he wrote it in 15 minutes. Oh, wow. While she was witnessing to it. See that? that before. That's my fir- favorite gospel song of his. Another yeah. one is Hey, Good Looking. I got that. Yeah. I actually recorded that at the Ryman back in 2015. You can yeah. give them 20 bucks, and they'll, they got a list of songs that you can do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I like that song. I like positive songs in gospel. Positive's good. I'll leave all the negative to the rest of the people. I liked what I heard a couple years ago. I was watching a Stevie Wonder TV show. And at the end, he said, I'm talking to all these songwriters. Write more love songs. And I agree. We need more of love in, you know, in life because life can be challenging. Yep. God is love. That's what the Amen. Bible tells That's us. That's right. So we want to encourage all you drivers out there, call us. Let us bring the church to you. Yeah, there you go. We will send you CDs to help you out there on that old lonesome road. 
Uh, our phone number here at Lonesome Road is 618-383-2107. Fred's got her. All right. Thank you, Fred. And we would love to send you some. And we don't like to close any program without asking our drivers, our friends, do you know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? Maybe you've gotten away from the Lord, and you just need to make a U-turn and come back. God allows U-turns. Amen. Yes, he does. So, Don, would you like to lead the listeners in a sinner's prayer right now? Well, all you have to do is just from your heart say, God, forgive me. Dear Jesus, just you just ask, God, help me. God, come into my heart, Jesus. That's it. All you got to do is ask, and he will do it. Amen. Every time. You have not because you ask. Amen. Amen. That's right. Well, thank you for having me, Gary. You bet. We're glad you came and joined us here in the cab. Without hope, 18 wheels of lonesome at the end of the road. In my hand was a track the preacher had read, his words still echoing in the back of my head. I felt so ashamed when I thought of my past. Then I called his name This chance would it be my last Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus At the foot of the cross Broken-hearted and lonesome So long I've been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree Those 18 wheels are rolling that old lonesome road And I shared the good news Wherever I go Yes, there's been a change I'm not the man I used to be And I tell everybody What's happened to me How I felt so ashamed When I thought of my past but I called his name This chance Could it be my last Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree And I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus At the foot of the cross Broken-hearted and lonesome So long I've been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree I lifted up my heart From 
down on my knees Today I met Jesus at the foot of the cross Broken hearted and lonesome, so long I'd been lost I left a lifetime of misery at the foot of the tree Drivers, this is Chaplain Gary Rayburn, Lonesome Road Ministries, Church on the Road Radio, and we want to hear from you. Give us a shout. Our phone number is 618-383-2107 or log on to lonesomeroad.org. And if you can't give us a call, then just blow your air horn as you're driving by.
Oh 